All right, take this down. Take this down. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't come off that hot. You, nope. <laughs> you over there. You, hey, hey, kid. <laughs> yeah, don't. You, is this our, we need a hand signal if you're going to fire it off that hot from the Because <laughs> it's just going to be me for 10 seconds going. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Blurry Photos. <laughs> Blurry Photos! I'm David Flora. I am the surprise David Stucco. <laughs> hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, yeah. got, a, got a fun show for you. Yeah. Uh, I hope that you astounded your family with discussions of the true nature and history of Easter. Yeah. Or Ishtar. Or Oestra. Uh, uh, or Olestra. O- Olestra. <laughs> Does cause anal leakage. Yeah, we're actually recording on, on Easter. It's yeah, a be- beautiful day, a gorgeous Easter. Um, it it sucks because for audio concerns, we have to close all the windows. Yeah, but I mean, we were gonna we were gonna take the class outside and and <laughs> record, but I want to go on a field trip. But the the wind and we yeah we just we couldn't afford to have any background sounds or anything messing with the quality of our our audio. Nope, not everything's got to be really clean, really crisp. Uh, we we want to not do any amplification or uh, no. mess with the. Uh, the highs or the lows or anything Kill like that. So uh, we Kill we just decided to uh, stay inside. And did you did you just feel something? Did it get colder in here? It did. What is that? That was weird. Okay. Well, maybe. Hmm. Anyway, thought it was just me, but <laughs> <laughs> today we are discussing EVP. That's right, electronic voice phenomena. Yeah, we actually got this. This is a uh, a suggestion from our listener. Yeah, Tom mm-hmm. Britton. Who hey, is uh, a very talented podcaster and performer himself? So oh, cool! Thanks. So see, we're proving the concept. Like you literally just bark something at us, and then we'll do it. We're like little show ponies. That's right. We're we're. I'm the dog. You're the pony. Yay! And this is the show. Uh, EVPs, man. This is this is fun. I. Uh, have heard of this stuff, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I've I've scratched the surface of of what it is before this, but I'm glad that uh, uh, Tom suggested it because it was it's a lot of fun to research. Oh, it's such a cool thing, and I think I don't think uh, I, it's one of those things that you. I'll bet you a lot of our listeners have at some point like you just once you fall into like a YouTube hole <laughs> on it, yeah. and you just just look at more and more and more of them, yeah. Or, or if you are, uh, if you're just channel surfing and you happen upon one of those like History Channel or Discovery oh, yeah. Channel, especially around like Halloween, you yeah. can't get anywhere near, uh, you know, the cable centric channels without one of those things. Yeah, this is this is something that that I bet has uh, touched you at some point in your life. And there was that movie with uh, was it Michael Keaton? Is that who it was? The just white noise. White noise. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, that was Michael Keaton. Yeah, I think I've seen that, but I'm not sure. Yeah, and they, you know, one thing I learned is that um, I, I actually saw that movie. I think even in the theaters. Mm. And I guess I, I learned this when I was doing our, my research. Is the DVD has a whole bonus section that's all real EVP occurrences, and all these people who made recordings that were some of the more famous recordings, mm-hmm. we got paid a ton of money. And all all of their their recordings made their way into this movie and into this bonus track on the DVD. Wow! Yeah, it's something that I think I will look up and watch here soon. Yeah. Probably probably early in the morning uh, when it's very sunny out. <laughs> no, and warm. no, no, no! Right before you go to bed <laughs> when you're home alone. Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you just got done playing Minecraft. <laughs> Nothing else is going on. 
Man, that we've been playing a lot of Minecraft lately. <laughs> no more. Di- All right, I'm not going to go on in Minecraft. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. That's our other podcast that we had, that we haven't done. <laughs> so let's let's go into uh, EVP here. What it is, what causes it, some explanations, yeah, even some examples for you. Whoa! This this one for this episode. Uh, let's tell you straight up. Buckle in. Shut the windows. Mm-hmm. Tie up the dog. Like really tightly. <laughs> Make some hot chocolate. Get a blanket. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever whatever it takes to comfort you. Because uh, you might have some tears in your eyes by the end of this one. That's right. This one's going to mess with your cabeza. <laughs> so for our friends in Peru. EVP is when human-sounding voices or words are heard on recordings or radio station noise or other electronic media. It's most often captured on uh, audio tape. Now, the speech or the voices that are recorded aren't necessarily heard at the time of recording. Yeah. Only when the recording's played back. Uh, Some of them are, but the vast majority, I think, aren't. Yeah, and there are a lot of people... I was surprised at the the approach to, to EVP. I thought that it was something that people had accidentally discovered... And then kind of like, oh, we should look into this. Did you hear this? Maybe there's a thing here. Right. But it it was more the other way around. It's people have been always, I guess, throughout history, uh, have always been actively trying to communicate with the dead. And so that's driven their research. They're they're always trying to create a new manner of doing this. Mm -hmm. And as a result, there's actually a fair number of different, very different techniques for uh, in- encouraging or creating or-, or capturing electronic voice phenomena, which right. I thought that was really interesting. I just thought it was, oh, wait, we left a tape recorder in a basement, and then when we went back, we found some stuff. Right. But there, there are people that are inducing it as well. Right, and sometimes uh, amplification and noise filtration is required mm-hmm. in, in a kind of a, a post-recording setting. You use some kind of software or uh, uh, machine to amplify to take out some of the highs some of the lows you know really boost up what has been recorded so that they get what is perceived as voices or uh, words and here's the fun part the vast majority of these are claimed to be caused by spirits of the dead yeah the paranormal supporters claim this is absolute proof of life after death and some people even claim that it could be uh aliens or interdimensional beings that are, that are speaking, that these devices are picking up. It, it, it's such an interesting thing because I, I had such a narrow idea of what this was. I just I kind of thought it was like just kind of a neat ghost story trick. Yeah. But learning about this and also the quality, and we're, we've got a ton of clips, mm-hmm. ton of audio clips for you guys to listen to. The quality is so wild. I mean, right. from some of them just saying, hey, this is Stan. I mean, it's just clear as day to some, you know, like, to some things being yeah, like... Just, and I was like, didn't you hear him say I killed an aardvark yesterday? Right. Like, it, it's such a, a crazy uh, <laughs> dichotomy. Like, it just it's all over the place. And and uh, we'll get to why that is, like, why uh, how, how they classify it, things like that. Yeah, there's like a whole codex of how the different varieties, how these uh, were recorded. There was one version where they, they functionally made an acoustic Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Out of the AM band, they they have a a, a small computer box that just hyper scans, scans mm-hmm. through the AM band, and will just let small snippets of uh, of audio that it finds through. I mean, mm-hmm. like fractions of a second, and it's thought that this allows a being, a spirit, or a soul, or or what have you, to to use that as a medium to to communicate. 
right. uh, acoustically. Right. Many times in these cases, you'll, you're only going to get single words or uh, short sentences or phrases. In mm-hmm. there. And um, it can be in any language. Uh, it can also be grunts or groans or, you know, any, any fun thing like that. <laughs> uh, will the spirit of the dead please talk to us right now? We really appreciate it. I didn't get anything. I don't know. Playback later. <gasps> oh, it's a ghost fart. Oh, my God. That ghost farted. I, I'm telling you that if I die, you have to keep doing the podcast, and then everyone has to listen to them later, and you will hear my spectral farts, because I am not going to tell you anything about the afterlife. I'm not giving you lotto numbers. I'm not telling you where your keys are hidden. All I'm going to do is make ghost fart sounds on all of your recordings forever. I would love it, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I, no I, I, don't, I wouldn't love it. <laughs> but if you if you die and I was like, welcome to Blurry Photos. This is David Flora, and uh, hoping everybody's doing okay. <laughs> and then we play it back. I amplify it. And it's like this is David Flora, <laughs> and hope everybody's doing okay. <laughs> you just have half of a podcast, yes, and then it's just static on the other side, and 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 also. <laughs> The messages that the spirit realm is trying to get to us are incoherent. <laughs> well, yeah, in most cases. Like, uh, check well, the doorknob. <laughs> here's the weirdest part, though. A lot of times the voices may respond directly to the people that are recording. So if somebody asks a question on there, sometimes they get an answer back. Yeah. A lot of times they don't. It's a, a snippet that might not make sense to them. But it might make sense in the context of where they are. Like if they're in an insane asylum, if they're in uh, a cemetery, uh, an old jail, something like that. You know, they'll get something like, I almost had the keys, you know, or something right. like that. It's and a little the, creepy. And we get, and this is this really uh, dovetails nicely with what we were talking about in our ghost taxonomy episode. The difference is in some of these spirits who seem to be present in the moment in wishing to communicate in real time with the people that have an agenda and they're kind of a part of it. Mm -hmm. But then there's this feeling that some of these people are unaware that we're there and they're living out wherever they are and that we just get a snippet of it. We we just happen to capture something. So again, just like the ghosts, there's, there's those ghosts that are, you know, in a hotel and they're just walking from room to room because they're still in their time. Oh yeah. And you're just seeing a, a weird reflection of it. As opposed to a ghost that's like throwing shit at you, right? Or they might might not even know that they're dead. Too. Right, right. That, that's a freaky part. Now, as we said, the the quality of these recordings is all over the board. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, just, just like ours. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We can't do real mouth sounds to listeners. They'll never come back. We do the fake one where we go, yarm, yarm, yarm. So sometimes the EVPs are easily understood. Uh, sometimes it's unclear. But just about every time, it's up always to... Always fun. Always fun. Always a good time. I feel like a beer commercial. <laughs> sometimes it's... Well, uh, a lot of times it's up to interpretation uh, as to what is being said, what the words are. It's categorized, as we said, in three classes. Class A is the easily understood by uh, any, anybody who listens to it with little or no argument. These are also the loudest that you get on recording. That'll leave me alone! <laughs> That's a good one. You're going to get a lot of backwards uh, uh, audio from, from Dave tonight. I've been practicing all... <laughs> You've been watching all Twin Peaks all the time. <laughs> oh, God! Yeah! <laughs> Agent... Cooper, 
that gum you like is coming back in style. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, uh, that was Thank you, David Flora, for letting me do that. All right. Uh, <laughs> class B is characterized by uh, some warping of the voices and uh, some syllables. They're generally lower in volume than uh, Class A. And th- these are the most common type of EVP, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then you get Class C, which is excessive syllable warping. Very low volume. A lot of times they're whispering. Uh, and this is... It's very hard to understand. Yeah, this is when you're really hitting the the basement for. Did for, we re, did we pick r- up something? Right. Yeah. What was recorded? Is that is that really just an anomaly, or is that you know you're? You, I feel like because I listen to so many of these things now, like when you get to that end of the spectrum, you're you're just hearing a, a pattern of sound yeah. that you then you find a word with that same syllable pattern. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what he said. Well, and and we'll talk about that later too. Um, that that's a little bit. Under the explanation uh, realm, yeah. but yeah, that's exactly right. It's just like you, you're hearing, and it's like, did he just say "fuck you"? <laughs> yeah, he did. I think he did. I think this is an angry ghost, man. Hey, 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 ghost. Hey, you think you're so damn tough? Why don't you what? come out? Yeah, what's up? What's up? I'm right here, man. You want to roll, bro? Let's go. You want to roll? I'm, hold on. Hold come on, me, ghost. I'm gonna kill myself, and then I'm gonna kick that ghost ass. <laughs> Is that what you want? Is that what you want, Ghost? <laughs> I need you to revive me in 10 minutes. <laughs> hey, hey, can you guys have that defibrillator ready? <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the history of uh, the EVP yeah. here real quick. So uh, we've covered this before, spiritualism. We've yep. touched on it a, a couple times. But it began in the mid-19th century, and it continued into the early 20th century. Eh, up to and including today, obviously. But it had its uh, its prime uh, it, right around the turn of the 1900s, right? The parlor peculiar, if you will. <laughs> and that's the belief that spirits could be contacted. Mm-hmm. And you get, yeah, the mediums. The mediums, yeah. And the ectoplasm and the butter-covered mucilin and... <laughs> Muc- mucilin? Isn't that what that... Muslin? Muslin. Muslin. Mucinex? Mucinex. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> it's all covered in goo and it, I mean, people stuff it in their mouths. I don't know. <laughs> You sound like you've had experience. Uh, now, with the advent of technology, why are you staring at me? Uh, with the advent of technology, <laughs> that's a cereal, though, right? Useless. Oh, right. You're right. Or I, muesli. I, it, it, muslin. You're right. It is muslin. But mucinex is a cereal, right? No, mucinex is a mucus drug. Oh, what's the cereal that's like Muesli. That? Muesli. I don't think it There's is. There's also muslix, is the Kellogg's brand of it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But everyone else in Europe just eats muesli, which is, I think, what they call granola. <laughs> I'm not looking it up. I, re- I patently refuse to look this up. So we're going to wallow in ignorance. All right. I'm fine with that. Because there, there's the thing in uh, Flight of the Concords. The man at the counter starts to abuse me. Hey, man, I just want some muesli. <laughs> well, good call. Yeah. Good call. That's a reference for you. Mm-hmm. So with the advent of new technology, there uh, are obviously new ways to communicate with the dead, including photographing spirits and mm-hmm. then eventually recording them. Now, this interest, you know, like you said, with the advent of technology, uh, phonographs were invented. So now now people can record. I like the finger. I like the murder and the murder and the finger. I like the finger. Kill your family. <laughs> Kill your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, where they were, it was all distortion. 
the actual intended recipient of the recording <laughs> sounded like a dead ghost. Yeah. America marches to war. <laughs> oh, the keys. <laughs> the first people that try this, they were trying to recording, uh, uh, try to record on wax cylinders, and just, just really, I mean, did not come up with anything, which is not surprising. I mean, it was, it was hard to capture a man shouting into a cone <laughs> on those. You know, they didn't, they didn't, <gasps> <know. laughs> they didn't have a huge amount of gain on those. Yeah, um, and so <laughs> that's why I. I, I, I almost struggle with the idea of saying that the idea of EVP or EVP started in the 1800s. It just didn't because there was nothing to be had. They made it. They tried and they didn't even by their own weird hokey standards didn't come up with anything. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't until, you know, the, the, the 1940s where we start to get into uh, magnetically recorded tape sure. you know, in reel to reel. And that's, I think, what really kicks it off. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Flora, I think you I think you got the torch on this. In 1941, there was a photographer by the name of Attila von Zelay who photographed ghosts. I hope yeah. you heard the quotes on that. I saw you, you did air quotes and when uh, here's the thing, when you say when he photographed ghosts with air quotes, I'm thinking you mean naked women. Oh. It could have been. I mean, way to go, Attila. They didn't get out in the sun a lot. All right. He tried recording voices of the dead on a 78 RPM record. Uh, but he didn't believe he was successful until 1956 when he used a reel-to-reel recorder. Like Told you. About. He actually devised a contraption of a microphone in an insulated cabinet with an external uh, recorder. So he put the microphone in the cabinet and whatever it was recording on was outside the cabinet. And, and I, I love that. I actually think that one of the first attempts at EVP is probably to this day the best attempt at it. Because yeah. I mean, that's a great scientific approach. Like, I'm putting it in an iso- a sound-isolated chamber. Right. There shouldn't be any interference. So whatever I hear should be generated by something we don't quite understand. Yeah. I, I think that's brilliant. And no one has done it since. Have they not? No. At least n- not a single person that I found or, or thing that I saw was treating it like this. So I'm a huge fan of this guy's approach to it. Way to go. Yeah. He uh, claimed that he recorded voices. Uh, on there when he played it back he heard voices where you know there no one was in the cabinet mm-hmm. uh, and no one else was in i guess the room that they were they were recording in or anything like that but unless it was was the cabinet a dybbuk box come on man <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help it east the easter episode turned out okay yeah see we're, we're but we don't want to put all right <laughs> 1952 uh this is a fun one you get two catholic priests that were recording Gregorian chants on a magnetophone and kept having the wire break on them. So so part of the device was uh, malfunctioning, mm-hmm. and they were getting frustrated, and one of them uh, looked up to the sky and, and asked for help. He's like, he's like, please God help me, or Father help me. <laughs> the, the Lord, I mean, as, as anyone who's ever tried to like you know, work with like a DVD player that's not quite playing it. No one, no one raises their hands to the sky and says, "Hey, Lord, why don't you help me?" I that man you was swearing. Get out of here. <laughs> Y'all should leave. <laughs> no, that man was swearing. Well, here's the funny thing: when they played it back after he did that on the recording, there was a voice that said, "Of course, I'll help you. I'm always with you," and he claimed it was the voice of his deceased father. Whoa. So even the Pope was like, I'm cool with that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 
he took it to the Pope, and the Pope was cool with it. So, 1952. Hey, hey Pope, uh, you know, me and my buddy was, you know, we were recording those chants. You know, you know those guys? Yeah. I think we got something you're going to want to hear. <laughs> oh, see, si, see. Si. <laughs> oh. Ah, bene, bene. <laughs> it's a spooky, uh, but it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Every pope is Italian automatically. They, well, they live there. There's no choice. <laughs> Even if they're born in Germany, they're they're. It's yeah. all right. That's right. You get your papal accent. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm American spaghetti. You want some? <laughs> I play the Gregorian chant and the voice of your dead father. It's 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 killing the family of our Argentinian pope that he's now Italian. Yeah. Mm. Well, you take with the good with the bad, right? Yeah. But man, when he starts showing up at AC Milan games, that's when things are going to get rough. <laughs> Oh, you know more than I do. Uh, 1959, you get a Swedish film producer, Friedrich Jurgensen. Uh, he was recording bird songs, and when he played the tapes back, he claimed to hear his dead father's voice and his deceased wife. This caused him to make uh, more recordings of the dead. He, I think he made a ton of recordings uh, yeah, from then on. Over 10,000. And then in 1965, he met a Latvian writer named Konstantin Rodev, who experimented with radio frequency screened recordings and apparently heard voices in a number of different languages, including German, Latvian, and French. So he is isolating uh, his recording here as well. Yeah. Only now he knows he's trying to block it from the radio frequencies. And he invited uh, outside interpretation and worked with over 400 people who, who listened to these recordings, and he invited them to give their honest you know, feedback. What did they hear? And apparently, 100% of them heard voices, huh? Just like, just like he was. Now, he said that in addition to the RF screened recordings, the voices could be recorded even with a disconnected microphone, and that the voice, some of the voices spoke rapidly. Uh, they've spoken a mixture of languages. And they were in a definite forced rhythm, almost uh, telegraph style. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder, because you do hear, uh, in a lot of the ones that I heard, uh, it's always a very strange cadence of speech. Yeah. It's never, yeah. Well, I mean, not never, but it's it's rarely just a normal, hello, this is information. It's it, There's lots of speech. Pauses and and breaks and or drawn out. I think words. it'd be funny if if the afterlife could only communicate telegraph style. I'm dead. Stop. <laughs> Tell my wife I love her. Stop. <laughs> the money on the floorboards. Stop. 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 <laughs> so then in uh, in 1979, you get a parapsychologist, D. Scott Rogo who described brief, single-occurrence telephone calls from deceased people. This uh, is real fun. If you're a fan of Twilight Zone, you get an episode all about this. The episode titled Night Call is all about uh, an old woman whose uh, husband had died, and she starts getting these phone calls where there's nobody on the line when she picks up and says hello, and she starts getting angry and when she picks up, there'd be nobody on there. She, uh, there might be a little static. She'd yell at them like, "Stop! You know, stop calling me!" And then eventually, you start hearing this voice saying like, "Hello, hello." And then finally, she uh, the she calls the telephone company. They trace the telephone line to a cemetery, and the telephone line was down because of a storm. So she shouldn't have even been getting calls at all, 
but the line was laying on the grave of her deceased husband. And then she gets excited because, well, now she can talk, you know, to yeah. her husband. And the next time the phone rings, he's there and he says, I always do what you say. So I, you told me to go away and stop calling. So goodbye. And then she lives the rest of her life in, in solitude <laughs> and sadness. It's a, it's a real that's downer. A, that's a dick move on the husband's part. I mean, uh, well, if you say so, I guess I will forever leave. Yeah, I guess it was set up uh, in the episode that he always, like, she was very controlling, always telling him what to do, and he was always uh, taking, taking her shit, so. Well, yeah, he took it right into the next life. Yep, but as a very cool and very creepy Twilight Zone uh, I suggest you look that one up. It's fun. Night and, call. And I'd be interested. I mean, I think that that probably is, it's a pretty, I mean, none of this is common, but as these things go, the, the spectral phone call, you know, oh. everyone's heard stories about things like that before. Yeah. Yeah. And that one, it, like I said, usually a uh, brief and single, single occurrence. Of course, Twilight Zone yeah. is going to take a little liberty uh, to make it as, as good as Twilight Zone needs to be. <laughs> But um, think twice when when you get the uh, telemarketer calling. Yeah, it could be <laughs> get mean, an eight hundred number. If if you're getting called by a telemarketer, then you already know that you're speaking to the damned. <laughs> <laughs> but they may or may not already be dead. You know, um, another fun thing they're that dead I, inside. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I learned a great word doing the research for this um, because people who deal with this, they they don't want to say people who've died. For some reason, people are very nervous about the phrase dead. That's just a word. The phrase is you're dead. Um, (laughs) The dead. So there's, you know, people cross over. They pass on. My favorite one is I I investigate uh, communication with the disincarnate. Oh, right. Yeah, (laughs) I saw that. I really like that phrase. Disincarnate just means uh, they don't have a body anymore. Yeah. What a, what a wonderful phrase. Thank you, politically correct society. Oh, man. Because the dead get really pissed off when you call them the dead. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, they used to be everything's fine, but now it's everything's Obama this and Obama that. <laughs> I couldn't put it better myself. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> uh, so in 1980, a fellow by the name of William O'Neill. Here's... here's uh, Slick Willie O'Neill. Here's where the old roller coaster starts uh, clink, shaking clink, your head clink, up clink, here. Clink, 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 Received specifications psychically mm-hmm. from dead scientist George Mueller to build the Spiricom. He claimed he was able to have two-way communication with spirits. However, no one was able to replicate it, and they attributed that to his mediumistic ability to close the loop on <laughs> the system that he had created with the Spearcom. So, but here's here's what I don't get. First of all, if there's dead, if there's scientists, if there's disincarnate scientists <laughs> that are working on it on their side, right? Wouldn't there also be like disincarnate marketing people who'd be like, "What do you want to call it?" No, we're not calling it the Spiricom. I, I, I imagine these guys are from the forties. You know, they're Ugh. they're dead. That's that's, no, that's you know, true. and they're like, what should we call this thing? Should we call it the uh, uh, the Dead Box? Should we call mm. it the uh, um, Ghost Talker? No, no, no. We'll call it the Victory Phone. <laughs> no, no, no. None of this adds up. Uh, let's call it. Uh, uh, 
and he sees like a billboard. The Freedom Graph. <laughs> he sees a, a, a billboard for like liquor. <laughs> and then he sees like a telephone company billboard right beside it. And he like glances back at them. He's like, what if we call it the Spiritcom? Oh, hey, I like that. That's kind of catchy, right? <laughs> Spiritcom. Can we call it the Spirograph? No. no. There's already a Spirograph. It'll get confusing. We don't know the name. It's the 80s, remember? <laughs> Everything's comms now. Comms. Graphs is old time. What are you, a dummy? That's yesterday. <laughs> We're looking at tomorrow. The future. The future. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want to die. <laughs> I don't want to be surrounded by these jags. <laughs> Shouting at me. You're good, kid, but not good enough, see? <laughs> Um, great. So wait, wait, I do have one more question about the Spiritcom. Okay. Now, again, there's a scientist on the other side Mm -hmm. who wants to have meaningful communications with the living. So he psychically tells someone who's alive Mm -hmm. how to build a phone so they can talk. That that's like me driving a bike to your house so that we can, so you can come over to my house. If, If I can get the bike to your house, then you don't need the bike. I don't see the logic there. If if he if can psychically won't... communicate with this guy, why on earth do they need to build a telephone? If they're oh, already, I see what you're saying. If they're already in communication, why do they have to build a phone? But what if it's it's that he wanted a living person to be able to talk to other people that maybe don't have that psychic connection? But see that it still fails because only the one he built works for him because of his medium abilities. All the other spirit comms didn't work. But maybe they didn't know that. Maybe they thought, well, this guy could talk to God. Let's discuss this hypothetical <laughs> some more. Can I'm we just do that? saying. I see. I see your point. I don't like the bicycle analogy. I was not. But <laughs> I was. I was not prejudiced against the Irish until we did this podcast. But it just seems that every time they get involved, shite gets dodgy. Yeah, he is an O'Neill. Yeah, shite gets dodgy. <laughs> That's one of the five families, isn't it? Oh, you're right. Oh man. So maybe it wasn't uh, a dead scientist. Maybe it was a banshee. <laughs> Behold this spirit <laughs> It's five o'clock somewhere. Click, 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 click. <laughs> I tried to do a ghost Irish backwards voice. That had a high degree of difficulty. <laughs> what? Like them to taste. <laughs> sweet, sweet to taste. <laughs> that is a uh, reverse that- spring hill jack slap. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It, it just starts off with weird and then it fades away. all right uh so the spear (laughs) com right bunch of crap um 1982 uh this is when you get the evp researcher sarah estep now this is the name that that you're gonna uh hear about if you start looking at evp stuff she's a big name founded the american association of evp to increase the awareness of the subject of evp and standardize methods of recording it she had recorded since 1976, and she, she did hundreds of recordings uh, of uh, spirits, discarnate spirits, including uh-huh. relatives, friends, even claimed to have gotten Beethoven 
and um, extraterrestrials on there. Not in English, obviously. Did you but... hear? Did you hear the Beethoven recording? No, did you? Yeah, I've got it. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. I, I really do have it. Yeah. You, should we, Should we play it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like every good TV show, we'll let you be the judge of of if it's Beethoven or not, uh, or what. I'm just gonna play it. Oh, okay. I have two uh, recordings of Beethoven. One in which he identifies himself as the famous Beethoven. <laughs> this is right. this is what this is what she got, and the other one is where Beethoven is playing music for her. Okay. Okay. And um, in the afterlife, Beethoven has more arms than Vishnu because there are a lot of things being played. And Vishnu's a hell of a pianist, by the way. Yeah, he is. Okay, so uh, she does like the introduction of it. Okay. And then she'll play the clip. So she'll tell you what you're going to hear, and then you'll hear it. Oh, great. Personally, scientifically, not a very good way of going about it. But hey. Who am I to tell Sarah? She's the one with the tape. I'm just some jackass uh, dicking around with yeah. a computer here. Who do you think you are, Stugach? Now, so we've got two. I've got uh, both uh, Beethoven's introduction and music that he plays for her. Sounds good. All right, so here we go. One morning I made a regular recording, not calling, as I said, on anyone well-known, just a regular recording. And as I am finished, someone comes through and says, You have the famous Beethoven. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get it? Well. This, these are hard to listen to not in headphones. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of need it drilling straight into your head. And you in headphones, you do hear... Something. Yeah. I mean, it does sound very 20s, like singing from a crooner's cone thing. Well, you know, part of this, people say that uh, it's almost like developing a language skill yeah. to be able to listen to these and decipher them. I have not acquired it. That sounds like sounds like a lot of high shelf to me. Yeah. Uh, now, here's another interesting thing. These are from the Association of Transcommunication. This is a second recording that Sarah got of, of music Beethoven was playing for her. Okay. Again, she has like a little introduction that she does. But some of the things that they mention here is that there was a thunderstorm, which Sarah will mention in the recording. So you hear that in the background. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, you'll hear her speaking over it during the while it's the playing the EVP portion. Okay, and it reminds you that she couldn't hear the EVP as she recorded it. Sure. It only came out later. That's important, and I'm gonna we're gonna come back to that after we listen to this clip. Great. I will conclude this tape by playing the entire minute of music that was received from him during the severe electrical storm. You will hear the thunder and the lightning in the background. She sounds like a witch. Please 
All right. Now, I've been on the Haunted Mansion ride a number of times. <laughs> that, I can only believe that Beethoven could come up with better than that. Here's my question. Did Beethoven, was he playing in the entire orchestra? Right. I, I know I heard some flute in there. Yeah, I, I could have sworn there was a English the, horn. Yeah, there's some guy playing the triangle at the end. Somebody, maybe a bassoon in there somewhere. But now, here's, here's, here's the part that I take umbrage with, and I do take umbrage. She couldn't hear the EVP, but she references the music she's hearing. What did she say? I, I couldn't even make her out. The second, we'll play it again. We'll just, not, not the whole thing, but we'll play. She, she interrupts the music at first. Like she, she doesn't interrupt it. She speaks over it. Speaks over it. And then it plays for another 10 seconds. And then she speaks a second time uh-huh. and, and, and references the music she's hearing. Okay. Okay. I Something like, please tell me this music is something. Yeah, she sure does. Yeah. Please tell me this music is. Yeah, I. Yeah, and like the first thing she says, I couldn't understand, but I. Yeah, please tell me this music. Now we're doing it, but with with the part that we know she said. Yeah, now we're yeah. hearing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> What's funny is part of that, uh, th- there are certain snippets of that, uh, the piano that comes through that sounds like uh, Moonlight Sonata, which is a, a, a Beethoven uh, piece. But then you get like this radio style orchestra that's like yeah. Mystery Hour, you know. And also the, the storm in the background, it's not thundering. You mm-hmm. don't hear rain. You hear the, the ethereal, like... Like, yeah, like studio effects for spooky times. To me, it it sounded it sounded affected. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I'm glad. Interesting, I'm glad though. that you referenced that, and I actually happen to have it on deck. So cool, hooray. cool. Th- that has been the the peak of what this stuff was has been building to, and people have been researching and, and going out for this stuff fervently since then. And in fact, I'm sure you'll you'll get all kinds of Discovery Channel shows and History Channel shows that that you can find more of this stuff on. You know, with people. As the technology improves, so too do these uh, EVPs. Who knows? But that's a long-toothed history yeah. uh, of it. Now that we've uh, uh, played a couple of clips here for you, I want to play some more clips. Okay. I want to. I want to get into this stuff. I let me let me bring up one for you. All right. All right. So this one, uh, uh, we're gonna play it, and then I want to see what you think it says right. or, or what it so is. This is one. We'll this is one it. that you're bringing to me to yeah. blow my mind with. Okay. You can see all of yeah. you. You can see all of yeah. me? Okay. I'm okay with that. Is it the very end? Oh, that little whispery. Oh, okay. So it's right at the end. Right at the end. I'm going to listen to it one more time. Let's, let's play it one more time for you. I can see all of you. You can see all of yeah. me? Okay. I'm okay with that. All right. Yeah. Did you get something? Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, I had to listen to it for a few times, and I think you're right with the people who develop that ear to kind mm-hmm. of... Pick up. Yeah, because, the, again, it's worth repeating that the people making these recordings can't hear. Right. And they're know. just having their discussion yeah. as normal. But right, and, and if you missed it, don't blame you. Just the very end of that, of that clip, you hear it's, it's a whispered woman's voice. What do you think it says? 
I only heard like the money or, or like an in inhalation, like that, at least that's, that's a theory. Like uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. it sounds like the money, you know, like you, you can hear that, that whispered kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, do I also think that that could have been literally the sound of, of cloth rubbing on itself? Yes. Here's the description of it. The uh, researchers went to the attic of a house that they were um, recording in, and uh, the researcher were dis- and, and someone else was discussing the best location for a motion-activated camera, apparently. And then right after they decided on the angle, it says a voice was heard on playback saying, take the money, honey. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Mm. I didn't hear that. So now we're conducting our own psychological experiment. So mm-hmm. now that you know all that, we're going to play the clip again. And, and remember, the part you're listening for is, is just the last three or four seconds. Yeah. And, it, and it's supposed to say, take the money, honey. All right. Let's, let's jam this out again. See, now I do hear it. You hear it? Yeah. Isn't that Once, weird? Yeah, that is. All right, this one was um, recorded in Reno, Nevada. Okay. By Tom and Lisa Butler, okay. who are also very uh, accomplished. Researchers? E- yeah, researchers, EVP pursuers. Yeah, they need a name, don't they? Yeah. But they, uh, so they, they went to this uh, house in uh, Reno, Nevada, and they will, they'd walk through, and this is, this is, they get more of an interactive thing. They're not looking for those passive sounds. Like they, they ask questions out loud. They, sure. they try to get um, a directive response. And so, and you'll hear them speak in this one. You know, you'll, you'll hear them, they'll talk, and you'll hear the uh, quite direct reply. Okay, great. Do you not want people here? Oh. All right. Again? Yeah, let's let's try one more time. Do you not want people here? No. What? Well, no, Mister Floyd. No, this is kind of a game of gotcha journalism. Yeah. When I ask you what you hear, so but I'm curious. So I, on the surface, I hear. We found Jimmy Durante living or living disincarnate right. in Reno, Nevada. I think I hear something like I want you to die or something like that. Okay. Some, right. Something you're 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 real close to it. And again, I like this. I mean like I say you're really close to it like there is some well sh- like like there's some perfect alabaster answer. But we're saying that in in terms of what the researchers have put forth as what they've decided yes, it is. That's true. Their expert opinion. Yeah. Is that and then we're comparing our answers to mm-hmm. that. The uh, the expert opinion of the butlers is that it was saying prepare to die. Oh, you want to hear that one more time let's, now? Let's now do armed with the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Do you not want people here? <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds like some stupid goth teenager. Yeah, that ha- that's dead, <laughs> but takes himself way too seriously in death still. Yeah. Now they they think that they're spoken by a southern gentleman, which sounds like "prepare to die, <laughs> prepare to die." I won't lick my teeth. <laughs> ah, yeah. So yeah, that's squeal biggies. Yeah. All right. Fun. Fun. All right. Uh, let's let's get my next one going. All right. See what you think of this one. All right. Real short. It's real short. And it's try try it again. 
Now, see, the, this game is not entirely fair, but since and some of the one operating the computer, I see what what the file is named. Yeah. So, which is kind of this dead giveaway. But this is something we didn't discuss yet. If I if the file hadn't been named, who are you? I would not have come up with that. Really. I would have just thought it was just like tone. Whoa. Yeah. And and this is another interesting thing. So not only do you have these this uh people speaking different languages, uh different cadences, but some of these are very sing songy. They're almost they're almost sung. That type of, of cadence in itself puts me in the mind of a very forties or thirties type of Yeah, I agree. You know, talk. That yeah. I, I feel like Whenever you you hear, it's almost uh, it's almost Roosevelt esque, you know how they talk <laughs> kind of like this. Well, I have nothing to hear but fear and fear. Ha You know stuff like that, but right, all right. So it's supposed to be saying, "Who are you?" And you're right; it's very uh, sing songy. It, it's like, "Who are you?" Yeah. Which is also kind of like tiptoes along the old, Ooh, I'm a ghost. Right, <laughs> yeah, that kind of. But it also it also straddles the uh, the sing-songy, old-timey uh, cadence. Right, which is, which is, again, yeah, I mean. People are, talk that way. Yeah, and, and was that a direct question to the people, to the living? Mm-hmm. Or was that a snippet, a relic, a yeah. piece of, of, of something that was of uh, EM energy? Yeah, that was imprinted in the area. Fun, fun though. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready to keep trucking here. This cool. is a really good one. This is a, a clear one. Cool. So, now this one, uh, I am going to give you a little heads up on, not to the, to the content. I'm not going to mess with our results of our very scientific study. <laughs> but this actually was one of those. Uh, this is one of those superstars. This was included in those those DVD extras for White Noise. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So you ready? We're going to move into a bedroom on the second floor now. Want to hear it again? Sounds like a kid's voice. We're going to move into a bedroom on the second floor now. What do you, what do you get out of that one, Mr. Flora? Good grief. It's like Bexadex or something like that. You're, you're, Be- you're, you're on it. You're, you're on the trail. Maybe he says Musilex? <laughs> he says Musilex. Uh, this- no, it, it sounds like a kid to me. It sounds like a child's voice. Does it say, does it distinguish... No, it sounds. I I hear like a, it's a woman's voice or a child's voice. Okay, um, I hear them both as the same thing. I always think that whenever a woman calls me, I'm like, what? "Who gave you kids a phone? <laughs> Why don't you have a job?" <laughs> the phrase was uh, identified as Betty's in there when they say we're moving into a room, and then, and, and the voice says Betty's in there. Yeah, let's try it again now. Yeah. Now that you're armed with this knowledge, I got, I got close with Bex, but but also this this is a really good one. This actually has a wave file here, and you really see. Uh, where it yeah, like the the very clear the audio form uh, mm-hmm. shows up for the three visually. phrases. Yeah, let's try it again. We're going to move into a bedroom on the second floor now. Heard at that time, right? Yeah, heard at that time. We this is it's really interesting. We're gonna we're gonna delve into this in just a little bit. We've got a, a few more clips because the clips are f-ing fun. Oh, yeah. So uh, we're going to play a couple more, but we're going to get into some psychology with with this that's just terribly interesting. Before we do so, let's throw another one at you here. I'm going to walk down and try and find Brian. So let me look here. Timestamp is 823... 
So at 8.23, I am now leaving. <laughs> okay. All right. That was some class A for you. Whoo! Get out. Get out. Yeah, they even <laughs> loop it back and yeah. just to make sure because because you, your sphincter wasn't tight enough at that point. Yeah, I... this one's juicy. Yeah, that one. That one is spooky as all hell. I'm. I don't ever want to hear that voice. Oh. Not not on a recording, not in real life, yeah. not in a movie. <laughs> that motherfucker ain't playing you know piano concertos in the rain. <laughs> not at all. No. He's got a message for you. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to eat your soul. God. Pretty cool, huh? He he sounded like, like you interrupted him from raping a demon. Yeah. Like that, whatever, <laughs> whatever the thuggest motherfucker ghosts in the world are, that's one of them. <laughs> Yeah, he Oy. minted. God. Pretty cool. Yeah, Pretty you, cool. you, okay, well, you're definitely at the top of the scoreboard for Spooky Times now. Uh, I picked this one because it's, it's, uh, it's, I thought it was really clear. Well, we're needing some of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we need, I actually have some that are even muddier, but I don't see the point of it. So you yeah. can be like, oh, that's, thanks for that audio clip of nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we've already we've already showed an example of even the three classes. I think there's been a class A, B, and C. Yeah, so far. So yeah, let's let's All see right. what it's what you got. All right. You gotta say hi to him. <laughs> so uh, I'll play that again, then I'll give you the whole story there. Okay. You gotta say hi to him. <laughs> Now you're never this one. This one doesn't. We you can't even play the guessing game here because well, it sounds Spanish. Yeah, there's a word in there that you'll never know. It's functionally made up. Okay. The little girl you hear, the toddler in the middle. Are they going to say that, that she's high? Uh, Her name is Kalea. Wow. And so the voice says Kalea. Uh, yeah. The this little girl's uncle mm-hmm. had died, and. For whatever reason, the mom decided she was going to try to... Talk to him. Yeah. Hmm. So we'll play this one more time. So that's literally what he's saying is her name, Kalea. Yeah. Hi, Kalea. Okay. You got to say hi to him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's pretty clear. Yeah. Also sounds sounds like it was, it was uh, said with effort. Yeah. It does seem like... Took they, effort to say it. Yeah. So that's interesting. Huh. Okay. What else do you got, Flora? Well, I got got one more for you. You you won. You've won the battle of the network stars here because all all the ones you have are clear and spooky as butt. Well, I've got one to to cherry top it off. Okay. All right. Let's see here. There's nothing more terrifying than the laughter of babies. Yeah. Ugh. Can, it, can it be more terrifying if it's dead babies? Ugh. No. Disincarnate babies, dude. <laughs> we don't use the D word. Uh, that one's pretty clear. 
You don't you don't have to play that again. No. That that is taken at a cemetery at night in the children's section. <laughs> I mean, it's that's supposed to be like uh the baby part. Uh and according to the to the researchers, no babies around. Nothing nobody around at the time. So you get wind and then you get uh crying. That's pretty rough, huh? Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. Man. That was a that's yeah, a, a, a macabre gallery. Yeah, it really is. But there was one, uh, when I was looking through this website that you had found uh, that had all these amazing, I mean, I thought that I hit the mother load, but you had crushed me. <laughs> and uh, while we were kind of adjusting our, our gear here, I was just kind of clicking through it. And and, and I'm not, we discussed this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying this as some sort of lame teaser, but there is one on here that is so powerfully disturbing that we're, we're actually not going to play it. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to. We had a discussion. We we stopped recording. We talked it over, and we're not actually going to play it. Mm-mm. It's uh, and and this is this is not us bullshitting with you. It's no. not us being like, ooh, let's let's make it seem like this thing's really something cool that we like to discuss. No, no, no. This thing, this thing will haunt you. That this this clip, um, it's hard to describe without. I mean getting creepy anyway but i mean how do how do we even how do we even tell you how how creepy it is without just uh telling you how creepy it is like yeah it's it's the voices of several different people several yeah several different something yeah there's there's like a, a child's voice there's a super spooky extra deep voice and then like a woman's voice yeah and then there's like a different man's voice and they're all they're like some of them are talking over each other, and they're all saying, "Either I can't breathe or I couldn't breathe." And then, and then there's like 15 seconds of you hear water thrashing, like like someone was being. I mean, maybe I'm just filling this in. Yeah, like, yeah. and and <laughs> that's. I think I think we should stop there because it's it's creepy enough as it is. Yeah, just man. just even talking about it. I mean, but I, I hearing mean, it is is unbelievably yeah, disturbing. If if you're if you're on fuego. Uh, and if the sun is still up, like you can send us an email, we'll send you the link. Like yeah. we're not send us send us an email, we will send you the what the link to this clip. Yeah, and, and our, you can judge for yourself, but you are warned doubly over. Right. Keep in mind, our podcast is about the unexplained and Irish accents, <laughs> and 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 this is the first time we've actually had to have a discussion about like. Like this is too dark for what we do. Like, yeah. This is this little this is this goes a little deeper than we ever want to get involved in a thing. Yeah, and it's so that's that was our decision that like we're we're we're, we're diggy toots makers. That's what we do. <laughs> we'll tell you about this, but we're not going to subject you to it. Right. I mean, I'm telling you right now, Bob Mears, he's going to want to hear it. <laughs> Greg Box going to want to hear it. Bahama Maybe. Mama, probably not. No. <laughs> Don't even ask. Um, so I mean, sorry for all the the cryptic like ooh, right no him and, and hall. Yeah, but it's not it's not our intention to do that in some sort of marketing or right. or or idiot way. Right, we're we're better than that. So are you? And yeah, this is <sighs> it. Just hit that weird spot where it's it's dark enough that we didn't want to play it, but it was interesting enough that we had to talk about right. it. Right, exactly. So it just kind of hit that weird spot. And and in this subject matter, since it's we're we're gonna start launching into some explanations. Oh God, on, yeah, on stuff. Yeah, maybe we can. Maybe 
I want to sleep well tonight, so let's let's make this somehow turn out to be bullshit, please. So for certain, nobody knows what what causes this, what it is. Right. That's I mean, that's the bottom line. There are many theories mm-hmm. and, and uh, explanations. The simplest, obviously, voices of deceased people. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so that's explanation one. Yeah. That they are using uh, the electromagnetic energy that you know that the paranormalists have been talking about for years. Mm-hmm. They almost made fun of they kind of made fun of it in, in Ghostbusters with the PKE meter, but paranormal investigators use EM detectors mm-hmm. all the time. It's mm-hmm. like their go-to. And so, why not? Yeah. So, and, and this is an electromagnetic recorded phenomena. So that's plausible. Sure. If ghosts can 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 if, if spirits can affect that energy, okay. There's ex- explanation one. Uh, number two, we got uh, could be voices from another dimension. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, maybe a parallel dimension to our own that we sort of pick up on. Could be Jin. Could be Jin. Yeah. Why not? I didn't see that anywhere listed in here, but it sure falls under what we talked about, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Could be fucking with our shit. <laughs> oh, man. Them Jin's always fucking with our shit. It could be. This is sort of uh, along the same lines. Voices are angelic or demonic in nature. All right. And Again, we- you know, another word for it. Yeah. Why not Jin? Yeah, exactly. But, and and I, I guess if you, it seems like a lot of editorializing to say that that's demonic or angelic. But you do get like the sing-songy ethereal voices. Mm-hmm. You get the the terror voices that are down here. Good out. You get Sam Elliott down here. <laughs> Sometimes you haunt the ghost. Sometimes the ghost haunts you. Sometimes you have too much beef for dinner. <laughs> we love you and your and your mustache, Sam Elliott. Here's a very popular uh, concept, and and probably with good cause. It's a hoax, straight up, straight up fraud or prank. I think that we've done a good. Like I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say the Beethoven music is just a really clumsily executed hoax. Okay, okay. I've got a theory about it, um, which is coming up in okay. a, in the next explanation yeah. myself. But yeah, why not? Could could be. Yeah, could could absolutely be. I just didn't like that. That lady seemed so satisfied that she found someone who identified themselves as the famous Beethoven in English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always in the language that you speak. Hmm. Yeah. Well, not always, but yeah. In that case, anyway, yeah. these things to me, it's like the UFO phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Few people see UFOs, and maybe they do see real UFOs. But then all of a sudden, you get Photoshop in there. You get oh. Final Cut. You get After Effects. Oh, man. And you know what? You get people throwing in like, discs on strings, Frisbees. We are, as a society, effed. Because, At this point, yeah. Right. It's over. I mean, like, there's it's Photoshop and, 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 and editing and, and things like that. I mean, the time for conclusive proof is gone now. Like, there's <laughs> no such thing anymore. Honest conclusive yeah. proof, yeah. The next explanation I've got makes a lot of sense scientifically. Uh, it's electronic device interference, mm-hmm. maybe maybe from a CB radio or a baby monitor or uh, radio frequency transmissions, uh, radio reception, cross-modulation, ionized atmospheric particles that reflect radio waves, walkie-talkies, TVs, cell phones. I mean, you name it, we got it out there. That's true. There's all kinds of stuff that's floating around in the air. Now, I actually have a, a very, I have a, a real example. From my life of this. I do too. You go first. I, I, when I was in Colorado, I, I worked in a shop and we had uh, you know just some speakers up on the wall and we were closing up 
and we know that we we heard like a voice say something. We only you know heard it like once, mm-hmm. and so we we're like, is, "Is there someone in there?" Turn all the lights back on. Go through the whole building. No one's in there, and that yeah, we're like, I mean, me and my friend Pat, we both heard it, and we're like, Gah. and Pat, my friend, totally one hundred percent believer in 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 everything paranormal. He's like, ghosts, <laughs> it's ghosts. We're effed. So we just got the hell out of there. And then uh, about a week later, during the day. Again, we hear we heard voices. Long story short, somehow we were picking up a CB radio from a truck in our speakers, and every and then like in because this this truck didn't just drive by it; it stopped at a light or something in the neighborhood, and we heard more of the conversation, and we're like, "Holy crap! That's it's a CB radio speakers," yep. and somehow through science and technology, it was coming into our our, our stereo speakers in yep. the shop. That's that's exactly what it, my, my story is. Uh, I was. It was around when I was in high school, and um, my family and I would be watching TV or, or on a computer or whatever, and we would just all of a sudden get, this is Bullfighter here, uh, come back. <laughs> Who's out there riding them waves tonight? Come back. And it would it would literally mess up the the picture on the screen, and it would come through clear enough to hear every single word through the speakers and it would it would do that on on uh, tv or computer anything that was on that had speakers on it that that would come through right and, and it was, this here's the mother trucker looking for any runaways coming back <laughs> looking for a convoy to get into oh, here um uh, there's no more convoy jokes on this channel you best get the <laughs> f- out of here over <laughs> it was our next door neighbor who had a cb radio and we i mean we had to talk to him to be like listen dude you you can't just broadcast it at 8 p.m., you know, every weeknight, we're, we're trying to enjoy some quality <laughs> primetime entertainment on our electrical devices. And you're just, just blasting over every signal in the neighborhood. Yeah. And, and he literally was. And, and he's like, oh, sorry, you know. And, and he cut back. But, like... I didn't realize I was CBing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that that kind of stuff, that... that yeah, literally, literally happens. Uh, yeah. Although we never for once thought, oh, these are voices of the dead trying <laughs> to contact, you know, truckers out there. Yeah, and and it and I can see. I mean, you're you're stationary, and someone is is in a truck, and they're they're mobile at a rate of speed. If you're near a highway, you are going to get like this this fade in two seconds of words and fade back out. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you're going to get that. Like yeah. That really fits the pattern. I think that's completely plausible. Yeah. Now, but there was no water in that basement, Flora. Yeah, We're going to have to work I, harder. I, I'm not even touching that. <laughs> oh, God. I'm done with that. This also, I think it's funny with the Beethoven example, because who's to say there's not uh, either uh, remnants of or uh, current streams of radio transmissions out there carrying music or you know advertisements or whatever what whatever has been recorded and transmitted it could be bouncing around in the sky right now so for somebody to pick up just music like that well yeah yeah it, it radios transmit music 24/7 yeah you're always going to you're going to you're going to get those things you get uh, an atmospheric inversion and suddenly i mean am radio uh, it can go everywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah, I mean that example. I'm just like uh, that. That is a snippet of of a radio station that is playing classical music. 
Yeah. You know, if if not hoaxed, the basement water, that that thing has no explanation. I it, it's, it, it's freaky. It exists solely for people who sleep too much. It, it you splits, hear that and you don't have to worry about it. It splits anymore. me into two camps and and they're not even going to war with each other. Fight okay. or flight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um so let's talk about a couple of the the psychological aspects. Yeah, now this is this is important. We were we were dabbling in this with our with our game about trying to hear it. Yeah. Um yeah, so this is this is I love this yeah. because I I think that you might agree, especially if you do any looking of your own uh, on the internet, so you can find tons and tons of these EVP audio files. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, don't look for video files on YouTube; it's just a waste of your time. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just a waste. But you're going to run across this as well, Flora. Hit them with the science. The first one uh, we got, the first phenomena, hit them harder. <laughs> it's called uh, pareidolia. Mm-hmm. This is a, a psychological phenomena of uh, recognizing patterns, shapes, and familiar objects, and otherwise vague or random stimulus. It's, um, it's the brain trying to make sense out of uh, nonsensical input, it's, a, it's It's looking for shapes in the clouds. Yeah. Uh, classic example also, uh, Rorschach tests. The, oh, yeah. The ink blots. I don't know how they get all those naked pictures of my mom, but... But they do. They do. And they're they're everywhere. It's standardized. Yeah. Now, th- this this phenomenon can happen with any sense. It doesn't have to happen with uh, your ears or eyes, right? You can get a suggestion of a touch or smell mm-hmm. or something like that, too. Now, I've seen that this is... It's a type of something called apophenia, which is the unmotivated seeing uh, of connections. In other words, finding significance in meaningless data or events. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that includes hindsight bias oh yeah yep and this you're, you're gonna hear a term called priming when you get into this yep. uh and, it, and it's a suggested sense uh or some, something called priming that increases something being understood by your brain so this is why we say we can't make out what these things say but then when we get a suggestion of oh it's saying you know McKees fell down the grate then we're like that's exactly what it's saying. Right, yeah. Or or you get a, pe- a snippet of the story. Yeah. You don't even necessarily need to, to have them say what you heard, but you say, right. oh, this was this happened in a mechanic's garage. Or, or you're like, yeah, that. And it's like, when you have pistons the- loose. Yeah. We- <laughs> and forever he was damned to toil and work on a hydraulic system that no one could save. And there he sits alone at night, damning himself and cursing the fate that had brought him here. The hell's mechanics shop, <laughs> but you <laughs> you can't uh, you yeah you, just having the context your brain will fill it in yeah so that that's the psychology behind it uh, which I can totally get behind. See, I'm a big fan of the EVP folks. Yeah, because more than anybody else so far, I mean, these are guys that are that are really trying to to, to give it a scientific breakdown, and they're into it. And uh, most everything that you're going to find is not for profit. Mm-hmm. They're they're not making any money. In fact, it costs a lot of money for them to do this. So. Yeah, that equipment is not cheap. Yeah. Case in point, uh, this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Not not cheap to produce. All right. So I got one more explanation that I really like. All right. I, d- I don't claim that it's uh, viable at all, but I, I really think it's cool. What if this stuff is subconscious projections of researchers' thoughts imprinted on the tape of the device? Ooh. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Because then it, it could explain some of the answers that people get. could yeah. explain just crap that's going through somebody's head. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I kind of like and don't like that. Yeah. I mean, that's to me, that explanation falls into their bucket of like, well, we came to find a ghost, but I secretly think someone's telekinetic in the house. Like, you can't... I. Yeah, this this one, though, I think is applied more from an outside perspective as opposed to the EVPers thinking that they are doing this themselves. Yeah, yeah I'm just, I mean, I, it's possible, but I, I mean, how, what a terrible intersection of looking for one mystery and the answer is another one. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. that's, that's, that's bad luck. <laughs> so that's, that's what I got for, for EVP. That's, yeah. that's in a, a waveform nutshell. Yeah, thanks, thanks again, Tom, for, for putting us on this path. It's it's fun. Yeah, I man. And we're going to I mean if you got the stones email us. Hey, did you hear that? Shut up. No wait. Let me play this back. I think it's I think that's the sound of puns. Oh. I think that's class A puns. Oh god. All well, right. I'm All not right. going to classify these puns actually. <laughs> I'm going to wait wait till we oh, get them. We're going to terrify you with our puns. Uh, who starts? We we left a microphone uh, in the basement <laughs> of, of Uncle F***'s Chuckle Hut outside of St. Louis, Missouri. It's it's a 60-year-old comedy book club. We left it for three days, and we came back. These puns were the only thing on the on the tape. No, I was just setting up puns. That wasn't even my pun. So, so I'm starting? Yeah. All right, all right. I think this is going to be a Class C pun. Okay. Um, it's an event... When your computer presents you with more options than just okay or cancel or save, it's ECP, electronic choice phenomena. Oh God, pretty bad quality. Right. Well, that, you know, what? well then I'm gonna get mine. I'm gonna get my EVP one out of the way too. Okay. Okay. In the early '90s, uh, power tools really took off, and everyone was enjoying them, but no one liked to you know spend all the time cranking. You know, if you had to hold something in place on your workbench, you know, it took forever to turn that crank and get it to, to tighten up. And Black & Decker was the first person to step in and, and automate that, which kicked off the entire electronic vice phenomenon. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Yeah, Black & Decker, your turn. Okay. <laughs> so, you know how we're talking about that psychological phenomenon of pareidolia? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a third-party presidential candidate from the afterlife. His name is Ross Parolia. He just, in whatever he says, you just have to interpret as making sense. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Is Ross Perot still alive, though? I think he is, okay. and and I'm still getting miles out of him. <laughs> <Yeah>, it still counts. <laughs> All right, I've got a I've got a pretty good one. Oh, good. Is it class A? It might be. Right. I'll leave it to I'll leave it to <laughs> you, the audience, to determine this. Okay, topical. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a movie trailer. William O'Neill had it all: a job, a house, a car, and everything changed when he started hearing the voice of George Mueller, a ghost. Not only does George want him to stop everything to build a machine to speak to the dead but he also wants him to ask his daughter out on a date <laughs> this spring. The Spira rom-com. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think people would have preferred that we leave the mics quiet. For all yeah, yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather hear a demon shout at me. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather hear a lot of, uh, lot of high-frequency just... Uh, <laughs> you, you guys uh not only was the episode spooky 
the puns were scarier. Oh man, terrifying! I'll never sleep again. Thanks for getting through here. Yeah, uh, thank you. You, uh, you're each of you uh, amazing and and clearly unflappable. Yeah, we tried to flap you. You weren't having it. Nope. Thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah. Go to uh, blurryphotos.org if you want to poke around some more stuff. Send us an email. Send us some feedback. Send us a question. Whatever you want. Send us, uh, if you'd like to hear, I mean, this this episode, this really cool episode was a direct result of a listener request. It is. So you have the power. You got the touch. You got the power. I'm going to sing on you, every episode now. You, you, th- you think that, I think He-Man. So. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't know. Go follow us on uh, Twitter, blurry yeah. underscore photos, and then go like us on Facebook. That doesn't take long. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can do all of those things. You can do everything. Most importantly, though, if if you like it, you want us to keep going, uh, tell some folks. Yeah. Tell them, uh, tell them to go listen to us, see, see what they think. Thanks to those of you who have rated us and uh, commented on, on our uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. That means a lot to us, and, and thank you so much for, for the great ratings and stuff, the, the good things you say. We really appreciate that. Yeah, seriously. Uh, for this episode of Blurry Photos, mm-hmm. I have been David F- Flora. Oh, nice. And uh, I remain David... <laughs> I thought it was the half podcast again. No, no, no. That's it. It's, it's me letting the spirit realm decide who I have been this week. <laughs> Which, by the way, the spirit realm will be played by you in post-production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so there you go. You can Great. do whatever you want with that. Awesome. Bye! Bye.